is take three of the Louise HR for you today podcast. <laughs> we would never call it that. Yeah, what would you call it? Stuff. Stuff, stuff. Okay, let's workshop a name, Lou. Okay. Okay. You're talking about the stuff, stuff workshop. No, it's not a workshop. It's a podcast. It would be the greenery room. you got to be closer to the microphone. It doesn't hear you. You've got a fan in the background. What other names do you have for your workshop slash podcast slash vlog slash YouTube channel? I actually like stuff stuff. It's like screw you stuff stuff. And it's also stuff stuff. As the managing director and CEO of Your Best You Coaching, do you think stuff stuff is a little bit less than professional? It doesn't have to be professional has to be energizing. That's what I want it to be. I want it to be energizing. I actually do want it to be energizing. Okay, so what, what kind of characteristics do you want in your... Like, I it want to it be energetic, to be yep. bunsies. I want it to be inspirational. I don't want it to be wanky. A play on words would be good. But still descriptive. Like, I want it to be own your shit... But I feel like with the whole tiny house come Marie Kondo crap, it was fun. Own your shit. No. Don't let gotta... shit own you. Too you long. know, there, there has to be has censorship. To be also, like, there will be oh, censoring at, at some point. I forgot about that. So, you okay, know, what the about... prudes get in the way. Oh, you're coming up with no ideas. It's your idea. It's your thing. No, your code. Okay. Um, me, the microphone, and HR. The starting point. Empowerment <laughs> Rangers. Yeah, I like the Empowerment Rangers. Okay, that was an awesome name. Maybe that would be... What were the other ones that were really ridiculous? Well, you have the photo on the wall somewhere. Empowerment Rangers. Passion Punches. Oh, what about that for a podcast? Can you get drunk before we make that podcast? That would be great. No, I'm being serious, though. Yeah, but I think Passion Punches is a bunch of drunk HR people on the... But even that is energizing and exciting. Yeah. Passion Punches. Yeah. People, passionate people punches. That sounds like they beat people up. Yeah, it feels like... It's like Fight Club for executives or something like that. It's Passion Punches. Punch. Okay, Empowerment Rangers. Cowabunga. Cow people bunga. I don't even know. What about if I took the piss out of our own... What about if I took the piss out of our own industry? Everyone calls it human remains. What about if I actually called it human remains? Someone's probably looked up that name. It also feels like if you're going to do human remains, you're going to have to probably... It feels like you cover all of HR. Yeah. Which includes recruiting. And payroll, which you don't no, like. No, it's like human remains. Actually, I really like it. Because it's like, what remains from the human after the freaking toxic workplace drains everything of them? Yeah. I kind of like it. Okay. Human remains. All right. So, are we decided on that? I don't know. What do you think? It's not as pou- pouchy, pouch, pouchy as empowerment ranges. Yeah. Okay. Human remains. What else do people call HR? I like human remains because it's a play on 
humanity, yep. humanizing HR, yep. the fact that HR can be human remains. Yep. Um, I do like something about it. Why don't you one-up it? You come up with an idea. Louise. Do you get what I mean? Like, if it was called Human Resolve, it would be like, <laughs> what the wanky BS is this? How come it can't be tied to the business name somehow? It can, um, like my catchphrase, but my catchphrase is own your reactions. So can't it be something a bit more, like, in line with that so that when you... Human reactions. That sounds like a physical... HR, human reactions. Yeah, that's a bit better. I like that. Better than human remains. Yeah. I thought it was a bit funny, human remains. But human reactions is kind of like a play on, like, the physio, like, reflexes versus, like, your emotional reactions, which nobody really thinks about. Yeah, but I think if I was looking through a podcast thing and I read a cool thing and I read Human Remains, I'd be like, huh. Because, like, we, I would interview, like, I've got a whole bunch of people who want to be guest interviews. So to be. And it's how, how they survived, what was left of them in their journey. So I feel like you need a Human Remains. Actually, you've got a, a point. Dash. But then it's not. What about Human Remains, Human Reactions? I feel like human remains emotional reactions to HR ridiculous. That is a lot of, like, tongue twister. There's a lot of dashes in, like, you know, titles and stuff. Uh, it just gave us to, like, they're still growing up, although it's okay. not really, it's just sitting there. Okay. Dormant. All right, so so what are we working with at the moment? Let's just start. Human remains. Oh, human reactions. Human reactions Okay, or human so remains? my catchphrase thing is own your reactions or yeah. something to that effect. Because I think that people need to hold themselves to account. Like, I create a safe space for them to feel comfortable enough to open up, but they also have to be in a position to go, screw this, I've had it, I'm going to stand up, pull up my socks, and do something about it. And that's ownership. I think, actually, the biggest problem is less to do with... It's like climate change and all the rest of it. It's like freaking own it, people. Okay. Let's talk more action. So let's call it human. Human reactions isn't catchy. So you want human reactions. Okay. See how if it was like own your, it's like saying something. It's like, and remember to do something. I want it to be more action-y. Like, you know, what are famous podcast names? Uh, this American Life. 99% Invisible. Yeah, see how, see how, okay, not Radio Lab so much, but see how 99% Invisible is already like, ooh, what's that? Human reactions is like, nah. I don't know. Um, Sociopaths in the Closet? That sounds like a, um, a storybook. Like an audio, it sounds like you're reading the real life. I think I come up with like a book. Um, it's very similar. I mean, this that's the format. I like human rea- remains and human reactions. That's our first two. Okay. What's a play on words? Because if it was like humanizing HR, right, then people wouldn't listen to it. 
I want the general public to listen to it because it's this will categorically help everyone. Do you know how many people wake up every day and genuinely feel really ill and don't want to go to work? This will categorically be like helpful. It will inspire people. It'll be relatable stories. Like I can already envision that this will categorically help people in their lives. Every single person I've ever met in my life has either lived through several, if not one toxic, like workplace relationship, or they know someone who has or helped someone who has or felt sorry for someone who's going through it. So it might even be their workplace is pretty good. Their team's great, but their friends in a terrible team or the friend has a terrible manager or they've got a great team, relatively good workplace, but they work on a project and there's a new person in the project team that's a psychopath. Like, so I have, I have endless stories and they're not from me, they're from friends. And I want them to tell us stories and I don't want to have the ones that didn't get out. Like, I want to have the ones that made it, that can go, this shit, it's not just you and it's not your problem. Like the only problem lies with people not owning their reality, owning their reality and then owning that they have a choice. Okay. And you're, you're confident that's the, the, the thrust. It's not like interviewing people who stayed in. Because the flip side of that is if you interview people who have just decided to work in the tax office for 20 years. Um, no, because no one wants to do that. Okay. That's not inspiring. I'm like, there's no, it's not very inspiring at all. But it's not even (laughs) that it doesn't serve my podcast. It doesn't serve my people. Like if I have followers, I'm not going to sell them some, here's some really miserable person. Yeah. Because even talking to, well, um, what's her name? She was just like, I just realized that my kids matter. And so I just kind of, she's a survivor, but it's horrific. And she owns that it is horrific. She's like, I puts money and food on the kid's table. And I'm like, that is freaking, I feel like if I could play that to you and find you in a compassionate, more human moment and play that back to you, you might go, where did I freaking go wrong? When did this become okay? And she's like, thinks she's really successful and she's got it all down pat. And I'm like, that's really miserable. That's I don't want people the, to listen to that. Cause well, that's the fundamental opposing um the, the mainstream thought that what about you have that. a choice yeah it's a very generic name though no it's not is there a podcast oh we'd have to look for podcasts so that you know with my business i put it in and then i found out other people had it in america oh, you friendship. Look it up, yeah. so um i probably need to come up with quite a few because a fair few will be taken yeah that's all right we'll work it up so it's, what is it, your best something something. You have a choice. You have a choice. Human remains. Human reactions. Human reactions. I think that's three to start with. If they turn no, up, they turn up. No, I'm not really happy with either of any of them. Okay, so you have a choice is not on. None of them are good. No. Well, you, as I said, just do a short list, the ones that will actually survive if we post it. Because we could just put a trailer. When you say yes, you're saying no. That sounds like dating advice for guys who like... No, it's like people, that's part of the choice thing is people don't realize that when they say yes to something, they're saying no to something else. So when they say yes to climbing the corporate ladder and putting up with the BS and playing the game, Mm -hmm. they're saying no to themselves. And when they say yes to quitting, they're saying no to opportunities to go further. Like it's all a decision. It's, 
Yes, that that is in the context of careers. You have a also... choice is kind of hopeful. I like the hopeful vibe about it. Yeah. Because I really like positive stuff. And I'm not about fake. I'm not going to get people on just talk about their happy stories. I'm going to get people who get on and talk about the shit, the absolute down and dirty, like really raw stories because we have them and no one talks about it. That's the problem is that no one talks about it. The only reason people can now say that they have depression is because people freaking brave people got up a few years ago and they went, I have depression and that may make me messed up and all kinds of things, but I own that. And in enough of them doing it, people realize that it's okay to say I'm sick today because I can't get out of bed versus what they used to say, which is I've got a cold because it wasn't societally acceptable. So I feel like you have a choice is like, People need to step up and vocalize. This is my biggest challenge when I went through the shit I went through is that when I Googled and I Googled everywhere, I couldn't find any anecdotal stories. People don't want to talk about them. People don't want to report on them. It's not newsworthy. And yet in doing that, what that does is it solidifies an environment where working with a psychopath is atypical when it is my strong belief that like, working with those people is typical. And the only reason we make it atypical and we feel like we're their exception, we've been treated poorly, maybe we need to be a stronger like version of ourselves is because no one shares the stories. And it's only that like when I entered the entrepreneurial space that you have all these successful entrepreneurs and they all have the same story. They've been fired, they've quit, um, they've been made redundant, they have horror stories of being put in corner, having had false accusations made against them. Like there's thousands and we don't tell the story. And the only way the story gets out of the moment is there's little snippets where you get some new entrepreneur in a TED talk that comes forward for two seconds of their speech and says, um, I was once discriminated against and told that black people don't make decisions at the board table. And that's it. And people like mutter like, oh, that's so true. We do have a discrimination problem, but it doesn't really go further. And I get the need to like pivot into solutions oriented mode of let's not focus on what happened, but the why of, what happened and then how we can seek resolve in that regard. But I'm like, actually not enough people are getting out there and going, this isn't an exception. Like we do it with discrimination. Now people told their stories. We have enough legal cases, but because so many people get huge, huge financial payouts, right. And NDAs that they sign like I did, right. I, I, you can't talk, you feel lost, you feel in isolation. You feel like you're the only one. And when you look elsewhere, you don't find it. You don't find the stories. You can't relate to anyone. People have weight loss stories. They never used to. This is a new phenomena. Like only in the last like 20, 40 years have people said it was a nightmare. I bought a plane ticket or, you know, my child did to see them for Christmas and I didn't fit in the chair in the air in the plane. So I couldn't board, you know, people tell these stories and then they talk about their weight loss journey and how they, got through it. But people, we don't yet have a story for people. Okay. So like it's, I want something hopeful as hopeful as you have a choice. I wonder if you can rename a podcast later. I wouldn't want to, cause I think there's a lot of branding wrapped around podcasts. Yeah. But we're so, or, you know, you're so sort of a bit all over the shop. with No, the I'm not. No, I'm but, not. What I'm saying is you could possibly just start one with 
something like you have a choice. It's um, even or something like because that's very specific to like, like think about general it. coaching. Um, it is general life coaching, not specific like yours. Um, what about it is? But I don't want mine to be just for HR practitioners. What about like it's got to be specific that's the to motivation, like, but I but want it to reach a broader audience that will benefit more people. But it's workplace psychology and reaction kind of things. Not specifically like dating, like yes means no kind of stuff. Or what about something that gets people to think like I want? I, I almost feel like going stop in your life right now. Stop all your thoughts, all your feelings right now, and then open up just to one stream, siloed stream of a thought. You are where you've put yourself in life, full stop. And just Again, hover in that. life choices. That's yeah. a life coaching typical yeah. thing. You don't want an HR thing? No. Okay. doesn't have to be. Then you have a choice is fine. I want it to be, um, like, just because my motivation is HR for HR, because... At the more senior level, HR people don't have HR people to go to. I think that the story and the value is so much broader than the HR profession in and of itself. Do you know what I mean? Like these people, these guest um, speakers who will come on board, they're not all going to be from HR or in HR. And I feel like it's such a generic story or unspoken story okay so let's go with all right so let's go with you have a choice human remains human reactions no i'm not sure yet so we just think through ideas i was just saying post that first and we'll just see what the world thinks of it okay i'm gonna cancel stop this video now